Welcome to Level Up with Sherelle and Danny. We're here to help you take your health, fitness, and mindset to the next level. It's time to level up. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Level Up with Sherelle and Danny. Today, I'm recording from my old bedroom in Melbourne. How's yeah, that? you've come down from Sydney for the weekend. So what are you down for? Yes, I'm down for a friend's wedding. Um, and I thought I'd come down a little bit earlier to spend time with mum and dad and the family because it'll be rude not to, literally. So just popping in, uh, sitting at home. And it's so nice to be back because nothing's mm. changed. I know mm. exactly what to expect. I know the exact conversations I'm going to have. So coming down to Melbourne for me is certainty. I know what's happening and it's a beautiful routine that everyone has and it's very humbling Mm. Uh, and it always leads me to reflect on my life that was because, you know, a lot of changes have happened for me and for you as well and often you just get Mm. so stuck in that forward thinking mindset that you don't reflect and naturally Mm. I don't until you have a reminder, change Mm. in environment or seeing people you haven't seen for a while and you're like, shit, I've actually changed a lot and it's pretty awesome. So that's mm. the kind of headspace I'm in right now. So good. And I think when you, whenever you go home, like, is that the house that you grew up in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, not as a young kid. That was at dad's. But then um, I sort of, when I was about 18, I came here. So 10 mm. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever you go, or I definitely do, like whenever I go home, you know, it brings up old memories and you remember the old Shirelle or like, you know, what you used to be into. And it's for me, like in the country, it's just such a slow pace. Mm. You know, it's so nice because Melbourne is just like, "Ah, tram, loud noise, you know, and my lifestyle, the way I like things, I'm just always doing something. Um, Even when there's I'm like, oh, there's something I can put on my calendar. There's a little block. I'll just slide something in there and go do it. Always. Um, Whereas like in the country, I'm like, oh yeah, shops aren't open on a Sunday. Is that that a thing, you know? So you're forced to slow down. You're forced to like remember the things that um, you used to do. I'm around family, you know, Mm. I really need to go home. (laughs) I really need to go. Yeah. When was the last time you were home? Oh God, I can't even remember how bad that. A while ago, probably Mm. at least I want to say two, three months. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like Swan Hills, just it's so far from Melbourne. It's like four hours, and Mm. you know, just with everything that's been going on with me with business, like I just have not had a chance to scratch myself. Let alone, (laughs) um, you know, take take my whole kit home with me. I did actually. I did go home. Um, I had a funeral, and that Um, wasn't really nice. Like you know, you're just like it's not nice. Yeah. Still had to work. Nothing really changed. But Mm-mm. I do love being able to go home and use it as a little bit of an escape, a bit of a break. Um, yep. you know, Mum's great. She does me washing. The pantry's always full. What, That's what so what? good. Oh, yeah. I've been rummaging the pantry because my brother's kids, they're actually yeah. here at the moment. They didn't really understand. I can't say I'm recording a podcast, don't come in. So I just <laughs> I said do. goodbye to them. They think that I'm, that I'm going home. Well, one's yeah. one year old and one's like, three so mm. bye um anyway so they've got all their treats in the cupboard so i even though oh, i don't eat them God. i just love going oh, and having God. a look at the options and mum's oh. just decked it out with lcms no. lollies marshmallows everything i feel like i'm on an excursion <laughs> i go home and there's like freshly baked bread and cookies oh like yum. i kid you i'm like this is torture yeah, yeah but, but you know that's that's what we love that's homely food it's always about you know <laughs> Enjoying yourself. And do you find going home hard in prep? How do you find um, changing your environment? 
Yeah, interesting. Well, this is, yeah, the first time that I've had to deal with it, but mum and dad know me by now and I've been doing this for so long that mum messaged me. She's like, right, what shopping list do you want? Let me know. I'm going to go to Coles. So naturally, yep, yep barramundi, my spudlight potatoes, um, some, yeah, <laughs> veggies and all of that. So it was all there. Um, I went and trained at, at Pro Raw, my gym that I used to work at on the way home. Mum, do you mind putting the barra on? She got it ready. <laughs> I opened the door, it was ready. Happy days. Yeah. They're too good to me it's just the best I'm exactly the same really blessed um I'm exactly the same mum's always like what food do you need you know make sure she's got everything for me and the scales dad always cuts it sick because I I, he'd be like they mess you mess everything up because I leave scales on the bench you know whereas like that away I'm like that is like a toaster to me you know yeah that lives on the bench. Whereas That's a non-negotiable. Like, Put it in the drawer. And I'm like, mm. no. But I think your family <laughs> and your friends, they really do mould to your lifestyle. And yeah. I never take that for granted because I remember like when I first started going down this fitness pathway, how uncomfortable I used to feel thinking that I was being a burden to other Mm. people, whether that was like, you know, being a little bit pedantic about where I'd go out for dinner or, you know, what I could eat for family meals or whatever Mm. it might be, or getting to the gym, spending a little bit of extra time training, you Mm -hmm. know, and I remember being like, oh, I don't want to inconvenience everyone. And now I just feel like I have like this solid supportive network around me and you'd be exactly the same. They're all like yep. rooting for you. They're like, how many weeks out are we? Like I have all of my, well, majority of my clients coming to see, um, watch the show. That's so October. good. Oh, there's like 26 of them. And I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> you got to put it on now. They're all coming. Oh, but it never yeah. used to be like that for me back in the past. So it's, it's mm. so different. Yeah. And you mentioned like how people mold to to you and what you do, but then we also mold our environment, whether it be physical or our friends to what Mm. we're doing as well. So it kind of works both ways. Like, sorry, if you don't get what I do, you know, I'm going to compromise, but then Mm. in the instances where I don't need to compromise, all right, maybe we're on different paths. Sorry. Mm. Yeah. You have to, man. Yeah. I feel like you... And I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, is it because we just get a bit older and a bit more like sure of ourselves and who we are that we stop caring as much? Like, I'm like, cool, like that's Mm. fine then. Don't worry. Or is it just like, you know, where we're just sort of like growing into it a little bit more? I'm not all up there becoming more receptive as well. Yeah, because I was sort of thinking I was like, I used to care a lot more. I give zero fucks now. I'm like, okay, if you don't support my lifestyle, I, I, I don't really care. Like the people that love me do because they understand how important it is to me, right? Yeah. Whereas perhaps back in the day, you know, the, the comment of, well, the old Sherelle would have used Oof. to chew me up. Oh, Oof. it's such an As insult. if you cop that. Okay. Like, it's like to my character. It's like yeah. to my soul. The worst thing you yeah. can ever do is, um, and we spoke about this on the Influencing Others podcast about, mm. um, you know, challenging someone's character is yep. like a, a way a good like for that it's it's um it's it's abusing power right yep. it's sort of like to make them scum into what they're comfortable with mm-hmm. um whereas there's a positive way of doing that as well but that's very common that's yeah right there is like i even had one of my clients say to me oh well, she got called boring because she didn't want to drink by her friends and i'm like yes yeah. So it happens. It is. It is. And it happens. And yeah, if you can't change your friend group, just, you know, 
communicate. The thing is people hate change, right? And we might be on this beautiful adventure where we're going to dominate and take over the world. And that's actually (laughs) hard for a lot of people to digest, particularly if you used to go out and drink everyone under the table, you know, 10 shots later, then all of a sudden you're kind of like, nah, I don't do that anymore. They'd be Mm. like, huh? What do you mean? That's how we bond. That's what our friendship is based off. So Mm. we have to respect them as well. Um, So I feel like a conversation definitely has to be had. Uh, not that we have to justify our new actions, but out of respect for them. Mm. Um, and I think that's important. And mm. then if people can't understand it, then that's just what happens. Change your environment. You don't have to cut people off and say, no, you're no good for me. Maybe just catch up in a different scenario. You don't have mm. to go to a club, go to a cafe or go for a walk. You yeah. can change it that way too. But it's hard. We are hard to deal with. I've, I've learned that now. We're not your average person, okay? Yeah. We're, we're, we're a minority. People who track <laughs> their food, who prioritize health and well-being, we're a minority. So, yeah, naturally people would find us a little bit like, whoa, okay, what's going on? Do they think they're better than us? Type yeah. Thing. And yeah. I remember all of that. And, of course, that's not the case. I, no. I joke with, well, Luke jokes with me. He's like, God, like, you'd never find anyone else to put up with your shit. And I'm like, you know what, Dale, you're probably right. Like, yeah. you're probably right. You've climatized well. Um, Bless him. It is sort of a phase that, like, there's a transition phase where mm. you go through and perhaps that is connecting with people who have like-minded interests um, as well, yeah. like we are right now. Like, it doesn't mean you have to cut off people. Mm. Um you can respect other people and have no idea about what they do. I have friends that have like businesses in completely different industries that are like, how's the powerlifting thing going? And I'm like, close enough, but they respect close. me enough. Yeah. You know, and they show that interest. And, you know, as, as the saying goes, like, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. I think it's really mm, important to surround yourself with those sorts of people that, maybe they don't understand, but they still respect and they're receptive to what you're doing and what you, where you want to go. Yeah. And then if they don't like what we're putting out, whether it be on social media or whether it be what we say, then, you know, they need to take ownership too and change their environment. Mm. I know a lot of people don't follow a lot of quote unquote fitspos just because um, they, you know, it might reflect on them. Um, but it's, what yeah, unfollow. You know how people get sometimes they don't like following a certain amount of fitness models just because it makes them feel bad about themselves and things oh, like that, yes. where naturally they want to attack the person who's posting the mm. photos. But, you know, it's in our power as well to click unfollow if we don't yeah. like our newsfeed and what we're being consumed by. Mm. So it works both ways, but we mm. are in control. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it, it, you know, I get a bit triggered by that sometimes because, you know, I know there's the whole body positivity thing going around at the moment and I am all for it, like mm. real stuff being real, right, like identifying that. But then I also see like the other side of it where perhaps people do have those insecurities in themselves and mm. so then they shame Fitzbo and they go, well, yeah. that's, that's unhealthy to diet mm. for a bodybuilding show. Mm. Like, And it's like, no, 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 no. Like just because it's not what you want to do, it doesn't mean that like other people can't do it in a healthy way. Like yeah. we are the first people to jump in and say like the back end of a prep is not healthy. No. It's a sport and a lot of top level sports, especially at a professional level, are unhealthy, mm-hmm. you know, define health, right? Free of disease. So I always <laughs> am so, so, 
yeah, like I said, I'm a little triggered by that one. Body positivity. Yeah, that definitely opened a can of worms there. But like, we shouldn't shame anyone. No one no. should shame anyone. And, um, you know, we're getting better, but naturally people will always feel better about themselves to put, mm. put someone else down and all of that. But like, there's no need. Mm. So many people still have content based on shaming others or they just Fucking sit on ridiculous. their phone just waiting to attack people. They're sitting in the bushes oh. and we're just waltzing on and then they, they're they just waiting. It's like, yeah. stop. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and it's funny, I listened to this thing the other day and they were talking about dealing with criticism mm. and he was sort of talking about like not looking back and being like, by the time they've stopped to reflect on what you've just done, you should be two steps ahead doing the so next good. thing posting the next thing, designing yeah. the next thing. Yeah. Don't worry about that. They're stuck on that. And by the time that, you know, you get back to them, which should be never, but by the time you mm-hmm. actually recognize that you're already two steps ahead. And I yeah, was like, old news. that is so true. Like don't have time that. for that. Yeah. The competitive person in me kind of loves it a little bit so, just I'm for like, that reason. On. It's kind of oh. like the whole catch me if you can thing i'm like okay i'm i'm over here just doing my thing see you see you back there type thing but um, come at me come at me yeah come at me bro yeah but it's interesting but mm. um spread the love i'm loving your real game man if I, if only i knew how to make reels like do you make all of yours or does luke help not that i'm taking <laughs> luke help <laughs> i don't know <laughs> do you know i find it so fucking hard to make reels Jesus and yours are Christ. on i'm loving yours at the moment luke doesn't even know how to freaking like reshare something oh is he um, not he's not good no, on the gram not oh. an instagram person at all he only he literally like follows me and that's it. He sees yes. where I'm up to. Um, he looked like a normal person. Yeah. yeah like, he, he, you know, family vacay, post photo once every six months. Oh, those of were the stuff. days. Those your, were the your days. Picture of your dog, even though I've been posting a lot of my dog. Every time <laughs> yeah. I come to Melbourne, I post my animal. We've got a dog and three cats and fish. Yeah. And yeah. I've been sneezing. I didn't think oh, I was no. allergic to animals, but clearly mm. I am now because it's been that long. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but those were the days when Instagram was just literally a picture of a night out picture of your dinner and then picture of your pet oh yeah absolutely um (laughs) but yeah he used to have a luke used to have a music account and um he he doesn't listen to this podcast anymore so i can just talk about it why do you stop why do you opt out he's heard enough of your voice now that you work together oh the podcast um, yeah, we work together a lot. Like we worked on, and voice fatigue, right? Like yeah. different interest. I mean, like he rocks up for me. He's like, what are you actually talking about? Uh, um, but yeah, Luke used to have an Instagram for his music. Cause Luke's a really good um, musician, like plays yeah. guitar and sings, used to gig, do weddings, like really, really good. But mm. he just like ended up resenting the the Instagram game you know I think he might have got lost in a little bit um and so easy to do right Mm. so easy to do for anyone starting out and this is why it's sort of important to know why you're showing up there and what for and who for and what's your why that that book like start with why yeah is just everything and for him he loves playing music but it's his thing yeah it's just like and he's like why am I sharing this why it's a lot of effort like those reels they take a long lot of effort and if you're going to try and build brand and presence like you don't half-ass things um Mm. and you've got to be sort of receptive to some of the criticism do you know what I mean with yeah as well completely different niche but with music it's so saturated like i would say it's more saturated than the fitness industry 
Yeah, yeah, music spans across, it's been massive forever and so many genres and so many types of music in countries and all that. But Mm. I think in the fitness industry, you have to be on social media. It's just Mm. the way it is. You know how with cafes, you go to a cafe, well, I would anyway, I have a look at the Instagram first instead of the menu, menu. I want that. Mm. Same with practitioners, coaches, you know, trainers, it's... um. They want to suss us out first before booking in. So I feel like anyone who is umming and ahhing about making a fitness account, you have to do it. Otherwise, you'll be left behind. It's non-negotiable. It is actually non-negotiable. If you do anything online, Instagram is your shop front. Yep. Right? You need to treat it exactly like that. You need to keep it clean. You need to keep it tidy. You need to keep it like, you know, it represents you. You also need to visit other people's shop fronts and treat their shop fronts with respect as well. Like it Mm. is your shop front. Mm -hmm. And I just, it, it blows my mind when people don't understand how important it is because personal is professional in 2021. You know, yeah. you are your brand. And I used to work for, um, you know, a strength and conditioning coach when I was doing in-person training, phenomenal knowledge mm-hmm. set, like incredible. He had martial arts background. He used to teach it. And I wasn't on social media or anything. It was just by sheer chance that I ran into him and I was like, can I mentor under you? Because you are insane. Um, But he just didn't, he's like, no, I don't want to do social media. And I was like, you have so much knowledge and I just want to box it up and help you put it somewhere. Yeah. He ended up going out of business as well. Oh, shit. Um, Oh, well, there you go. I watched the whole business sort of just go under. And I was like, yeah, like, you know, you don't don't need hundreds of thousands of followers. but you out there when instagram first started it was about how many followers can i get remember and then people would buy all those bots and and all of that and buy the likes but then um now it's just about all right yes how many followers but the quality of the followers Mm. and the engagement as 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 we've mentioned before but it's a shame because i feel like social media is just such a great way to expand your business Mm. and not everyone has to be an online coach not everyone you know has to have the laptop lifestyle and all of that but just Mm. make yourself known like Mm. build that rapport with your clients and worst case i just use it if when patients when i used to see more face-to-face patients instead of them walking away with a stick figure they would have one of my videos that they could watch over and over again yeah so there's so many ways you can do it you don't have Mm. to aspire to be the next famous person on instagram but Mm. definitely um consider it and Mm. yes the limiting beliefs come up what if i don't know enough or people would judge me start small start with something you're confident in and build from there one of my first posts was just me sitting on a foam roller that was it Um, I I always scroll down my page I love seeing the glow up when I scroll no one scroll down it's horrible but I can't they're all gonna be doing it now I mean like oh my god um but social media is is everything you like this is social media right now you're engaging with social media you know something I've been like considering dabbling in at the moment is YouTube Eugene keeps pushing me to start YouTube and I'm like you know, I think I would enjoy that. You know, I think I would enjoy the vlogging. I tried it in the past, but, you know, it's important to branch out and not just stick to what you're good at. You know what I mean? Like real yeah. took me a long time to sort of grasp that. And now I love showing personality through that. Mm. So I think it's really important to find the platforms that you can connect with others. Yeah. And it's not always business either. Like mm. I've made a lot of great friends through social media, a yep. lot of like us, you mm-hmm. know, competing. There's so many benefits from it. It's it's And we can't let just limiting beliefs hold us back because I know it does for a lot of people. 
Yeah, yeah. And for though, I know we just joked about it earlier, but I dare you all to scroll down and have a look at how we started. <laughs> oh, Honestly, it's a good going back to, to yeah. reflection. Like it's very humbling. Yeah, I've like, got my waist trainer in there somewhere. You got your waist trainer. I'm talking about stretching, sitting on a foam roller, you know, my arms are the size of toothpicks, yeah. which is, you know, and it was great. But yeah, we all um grow and that's the beauty of it. We didn't just bam, wake up. Now we have your you and your 4K high definition videos and me like talking on camera no way in hell like there was a journey and again it's just every time I come home I get in that reflective mindset Mm. um, which is so important as well life Mm. it's a journey man Mm. yeah if you're not looking back on the things that you're doing 12 24 months ago content regardless whatever it is you know you're not pushing yourself to grow yeah I think like it's so easy to cringe a little bit about some of the things I might have said or done Mm. or you know some of the corny quotes I might have posted but (laughs) that's where I was at yeah and do you know what I mean I'm probably going to look back at it we're probably going to look back at podcasts do you know what I mean like listen to our first one yeah it's always an evolution and this isn't just in obviously social media this is in like your own fitness stuff reflect on the training that you might have done 12 24 months ago you know and look how much you've progressed in what you know now every time I start a prep I'm like this is gonna be my best prep like I'm like this is and of course you should be saying that every time because you should be coming into things better, not just um, physically, but like mentally, like mm. intellectually, mm. socially, nutritionally, like you should be leveling up, so to speak, in mm-hmm. every area of your life. And fitness is just one of those, I guess, um, parts of our life that we can integrate growth and knowledge into. Yeah, because the elements of our fitness life is carried into everything. Discipline, you know, self-awareness, just being honest and transparent, routine, rituals. It all carries into everything that we do, the way we hold ourselves. Um, That's why I think it's so important to be doing this because it's the foundation of who we are. Um, Mm. I'm really interested to know, what are you doing different this prep to last prep or previous? How are you making this your best prep yet? God, nothing's the same. Nothing's the cool. same. So I guess um, like I feel like when did we even last compete? That was like October 2020. No, 2019. <gasps> yeah. I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. 2020 didn't exist. 2019. Just a blackout. Yeah. Well, like in the past, so for example, my trainings had a complete glow up. Um, at the moment, I guess, and as everyone does, they just develop their own methods and their own way and their own sort of like philosophies about what's an ideal way for them of training. Mm. Mm. So I feel like in the last 18 months, I've really fallen into that groove where I'm like, yep, I know what works well. I know what's effective for my body. I know what I'm going to respond well. I know my tolerances. I know mm. movement patterns that complement me. And I just know like frequency, volume, like I, I'm just really aware of my own um, strengths and weaknesses when it comes to training and the things I need to work on. So oh. Training's completely changed. Um, I've reduced volume and frequency a lot more um, in the past. Like I'm, I'm going to get through this whole prep just doing four days a week. Right. Even in peak, like even like that last four week type thing. Cool. Yeah. Yep. That's a good message there, isn't it? Yeah. I days. can't wait to preach that. Um, what are so you going to do on your other three days? Well, at the moment I've, I've been going from a, like a full body split, which I've got my TWS, like my train with Sherelle girls all doing with me at the moment. Yep. And then I'm going to go into an upper lower split. So two upper, two lower for yep. a block just to pull back um, intensity and volume because I've been pushing really hard. Mm. I know everyone's been feeling with, with me, <laughs> um, but it's really interesting because I deem what I'm doing at the moment as high volume, right? Yeah. 
a lot of women coming into the program are like, is this enough? And I'm mm. like, Whoo. <laughs> you know, Careful and it, it what makes you me- wish for. Yeah, but it makes me, because I did a lot of market research about what programs are out there and I'm like, what's up with all this super high volume frequency stuff that's just fed to women because why? We have more estrogen? I don't understand. Uh, Well, because they want people to finish their program sweating sore, crawling, but saying like, fuck, I worked hard, where really you're just breaking down your body. But because the programs are a short period of time, once Mm. it's over, it's not the person's responsibility anymore. Yeah, and I love that because I'm coming up. I'm like, no, 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 you will train four days. You will not add any more. You'll not do more exercises. You'll yeah. just do the program. And I promise your intensity will increase and you'll be like, how did I ever do more? That's yep. the that's the aim, right? So Great. that's what I'm going to do throughout my, um, you know, my prep. And ideally I'm pushing hard now so I can pull back later. That's yeah. an approach I really like to do. So in terms of load on the bar, I'm someone who doesn't like to keep super heavy stuff leading into the show. Like I definitely yeah. pull back intensity on weight and push more, um, I guess, volume, so to speak. Um, mm-hmm. Subjectively, I just like that better from an injury perspective yep. um, point of view, especially when nutrients and calories are low. So yeah, for sure. I can't even get down the rabbit hole of what training that's obviously complete jig up um nutrition wise as well i mean we both spent a really good portion of you know our time off at maintenance or at least in like a small surplus to maintenance yeah (laughs) (laughs) intentional or not we were all there yeah that's Um, right (laughs) but yeah i just think like i have a lot more muscle mass coming into this now yeah Um, man and I'm sort of like, I'm pushing, you know, like I've already, I'm already down about three to four kilos. Um, right. And like, that's quite standard, right? Like at the start, whenever you first start dieting, like you mm. lose a lot of fluid as well. And it's mm. quite easy to get things going, but yep. yeah, I have a coach for this prep as well. I think I mentioned that on the last episode or the one previous. So I'm working with Ben Cunt, who's doing my um, nutrition for me. Cool. Um, and Always more been- to learn from people, which is great. Oh. So good because Mm. I'll tell you an interesting fact. So the last week, I want to say, or the week before when we'd had that episode where everything was shit. Oh, yeah, two (laughs) weeks ago, yeah. Um, My sleep would just like just down the drain, couldn't figure out why, and I was like, I need a refeed. I think I need a refeed, like mentally, physically. Mm. Anyways, message Brandon was like, you know, all this going on. He's like, all I want you to do is just add a bit more fat to your sort of last meal. Like maybe you're getting a bit hypoglycemic at night because you're mm. waking up at this certain period of time. And yeah, so I did, and that it's fixed my sleep. So how good! This is the that the and point. and you removed a lot of stress as well externally, like you launched your program and all that yeah. too. So yeah, but and yeah, that's psychological. That'll uh, definitely do it. More fats as well. Great, yeah. but important to have like people in your life that you can sort of hand over the control to sometimes yeah yeah I love that how good that things are completely different but you learn and if you want to show up the same do the same but if you want to show up better be better it's as simple as that Mm, and if you don't know what to do better ask for help yeah wouldn't Mm. that be the worst though just to gain and lose body fat and get on saves looking the same that's my nightmare that's my nightmare what's the point of life no why but um yeah so we're, we're gonna have a good two years off no I know 100% I've, I've never weighed this much in my life like which no. is it's fine I'm just used to buying new clothes every damn season nothing fits I've still keep some in the wardrobe just in case question mm-hmm. how much do you weigh how much was your stage weight oh now I'm at 62 or 63 depending on my cycle 
Mm-hmm. Um, I put on more weight when I'm ovulating. I'm a kilo heavier, even though my yeah. measurements went down. Yeah. Which Somewhere. thank God for measurements because I had the best week. I added in a little bit more cardio just to keep moving because I was sitting mm-hmm. down a lot. Even got on the air dine, did a couple of oh, sprints. God. And by a couple, I mean 15 seconds on by 12, which killed yeah. me. It was at a snail's pace. And I'm like, I hit all my macros. I'm like, yeah. right, this is going to be the best week. Stepped on the scale, 1.3 kilos heavier. And I'm like, oh God, thank God for, you know, our knowledge about the cycle. Thank God for progress pictures and measurements as well. Mm-hmm. So even though like my small limiting belief mind went, no, what's the point? You know, we know the wiser now. Mm-hmm. So just a reminder, it happens to, to everyone. Um, what was your question? <laughs> what was your stage weight last time? Oh, that's right. So 63 now and stage weight got down to maybe, God, 54. I'm, oh, a, yeah. I'm around 10 kilos heavier. Yeah. My first yeah. show, I was at like 47. Yeah. It's like crazy. five years ago. But again, these numbers, no one, don't compare yourself to anything. Nah. Guys, everyone's different. Everyone's taller, shorter, more muscle, this, that. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm a good like 10 kilos heavier. But the mm. first couple of kilos come off. As you said, it's water. You just implement small habits, but then it's just that last bit. So this time what I'm doing different because I'm purely – Uh, working on the computer pretty much now so no way am I hands-on burning all those energy so I bought the cross trainer which is coming soon um, which I'll do at home training five days a week for me Um, and then yeah I'll just start my walks again more morning and probably evening Um, and just yeah that's probably the only changes for now I'm going to start actually a 20-week prep last time was not 20 weeks Mm. so it was like 14 weeks or 13 which was a push and I don't recommend it so I'm gonna you know hit it harder now as well and then just pull back towards the end but Mm. similarly to you I'm not the type of athlete who wants to hit pbs in the last month or two months like I know there are a small amount of people that can do both and Mm. they're proud of it and they you know pbs when I'm in a deficit awesome I don't want to do that. Mm. And maybe because I'm a little bit scared because when the bar is heavy and you're, it's a different feeling hitting a pure one RM to Mm. what we're used to and burning through our reps and hypertrophy. So it's probably a mixture of both, but we get the results by training like a bodybuilder with a little bit of strength work, but towards the end, focus on your stage. You're not a powerlifter, you're a bodybuilder. Yeah. Should have the muscle mass. Do you know what I mean? Like, the goal isn't to build into a show, although it's nice if that happens, you know, yeah. the building should have happened. And, you know, I don't really dabble in anything under four reps during a comp prep anyways. Like I just respond a lot better to keeping those rep ranges up. Um, I personally don't do a lot of the strength work anyways, like one rep maxes, mm-hmm. but this is just where like your, your program is like super important to like achieving the results that you want to, yeah. as well as like exercise selection, you know, mm-hmm. and just people, Picking like the best exercises to get the result rather than sort of like, you know, what I see a lot of is like girls doing eight, nine, 10 exercises in a training day. And I'm like, like what, what's in there where you surely replicating movement patterns. Like there Mm. has to be things that are happening in there. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it'll be a really good process, but what's, is there anything else that's different for you? So I saw that you caught up with Hattie the other day. She's obviously prepping you for this show. Yeah. She's prepped me for five years. I've literally been with her for, for the whole time. So um, I've got more training partners now, actually. I used to um, train with my friend Alyssa from Melbourne, Mm. um, but obviously moving now, I get to train with Hattie. I train with Nat, just um, Paul, obviously as I mentioned last time so really prioritizing having training partners which Mm. I love 
So that's actually a big difference. Uh, being based in a gym all the time without like a long drive as well. So I will be more present in the gym, but then also being mindful of taking myself out of the gym environment and mm. doing other things too. So I'm, I'm just playing around. I feel like I've got my routine down, um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting once things move along uh, closer to show date, but yeah, mm. training with someone's awesome. Did yeah. you get a bit hot in the sun there? It's actually hot here in Melbourne. I know. I'm, I'm sweating. So, I'm so unsure. Your skin like, looks glowing though, different to what we looked like two weeks ago, oh, wasn't it? I had um I had a treatment yesterday, like a facial, Beautiful. and oh my god, my skin is like so. I'm like, Luke, look how much better it looks. He's like, mm. yeah, it was pretty bad. So oh, he says that up in hindsight. Yeah, of course he does. At the time, they're like, I, I'm the type of person if if I have a bad breakout, I just put it out there. Like just before, because obviously they might not notice, but I'm that person who's like, yeah, my skin's really bad today. You just put it out there. Yeah. And then it's like, nah, I can't even see anything. What are you talking about? And we know that it's bullshit. (laughs) I've just lathered on the foundation. Yeah. 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 I'm the same. I'm like, let's just get this out in the obvious, right? Yeah. I'm having a rough week. Well, you did get it out. You actually posted a a video of it, which got a lot of reshares of uh, women embracing our hormonal freaking breakouts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy, isn't it? Talk about ovulation. You just glow. Yeah. That's me now. That's me now. I'm ovulating. I'm ovulating too. Oh, we're, we're blood sisters. Now. That's right. We're, we're blood sisters. That's Christ. It. What date are we? We're probably going to have our period on show day, I reckon. Oh, God. you're in... <laughs> Surely we can manipulate it. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Let's just get a real lot of stress. Oh, you know, God. I, I had someone ask me a question um, the other day and I was like, ooh, I don't know how I would feel about this. She ooh. said to me, if, you, if your period stops during prep, would you continue? And oh. I was like, hmm, great question. Because I have this internal dialogue where I'm like, fucking women's health, reproductive yeah. rights, like all this side of me. But then I'm also like athlete, like, mm. like do the shit that needs to be done. It's not yeah. supposed to be sustainable. It's supposed to get a result and then you get the fuck out of there. So yeah. there's like two parts of me and mm. I can see how that would like clash a lot if yeah. like I did lose my cycle because I've never had a natural cycle um during a comp prep because I've always Both of us man contraception yeah 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 um, so I feel like I've got a body type that's quite resilient to mm. um to I guess hormonal changes and things like that like I have such an adaptive metabolism I used to joke like if you put me in the Zahara desert I'd be the f- like the last one there like alive oh really because yeah, you'd like- eat everyone else first you probably yeah <laughs> yeah but my my metabolic rate just down regulates and yeah. I adapt really easily yeah um, so it'll be really what did you say what's your answer <sighs> don't dance around it mate <laughs> I said I would continue yeah I would I would continue we'd be so naive to not because yeah. the the chances are it may disappear because you know according to our um, podcast with Stacey Sims there are a lot of factors that we're playing with yeah that will add up to a period being missing because we're doing other things where our body thinks, oh, I don't need to be fertile right now. And it does go against what we're saying, but we're going to be doing this the most healthiest way. We're having our treatments, our supplements, our acupuncture. Mm. We're doing it. You're training four days. I'm training five days. Like we're doing everything in our right mind to keep it regular. Um, I bet you we're going to jinx ourselves. We're both. No, 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 no. I said, no, I said to Abby, I said, fucking acupuncture. 
I will take the days off. You know, she always <laughs> hammers me like, when are you taking time off? Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, I will do the things. But as you said, like when we had Stacey on, there's so many other variables. And a lot of the times mm. it may not be nutritional, you know, and mm. working with Ben as well. He's like one of the reasons I wanted to work with him was so particular about micronutrients. So yeah, he actually looks at all my micro um, values and minerals to make sure that I'm hitting like zinc, copper, magnesium, all these sorts of things with whole foods. Yeah. Yeah. Goal for me to be able to like not rely so heavily on supplements. Yeah. Um, It'd be interesting. But, so like if those things, if it happens, I'll be like, okay, well, I've done my best to try and preserve my reproductive health. Yeah. Um, you know, and hopefully that would be like, if it did ever happen and if it happens to anyone you know it's usually at the back end of these things if you Mm. don't have your cycle like before you start a prep it's probably something that needs to be addressed like or working on it yeah um well that's the rule that we both had we weren't going to start preps without a cycle and that's different we've had a cycle now for i'd say over a year nearly coming up to it so i'm confident that it would come back if it disappeared for ages i thought i was broken i had all the pelvic ultrasounds and all those awkward damn appointments and conversations Mm. with the practitioners and um you know yeah that that's when I thought I was broken and I was never gonna have a period Mm. um and then yeah so now that it's come back it's like well okay it'll come back Mm. yeah exactly right exactly right but Mm. yeah it it was just an interesting question that sort of came up and I was like I'm not sure because people love challenging us yeah (laughs) it's good values but I also (laughs) feel like you know a lot of people don't speak about when they lose it which is sort of you know it creates that stigma around it and um, and sorry I should not have used the word broken that's not very nice that was just my internal chatter no one's broken we're just at a certain phase of our health and our life and you know yeah I just had a bit of guilt after saying that yeah no language is everything language Mm. you know what's funny right so on my story today I put up wellness or bikini right majority of the people still doing that I'm I'm just on we know where I'm, I'm like, I'm thinking you're on the damn poster for wellness. But do you know what? Like I look at some of these actual wellness pros from the U S mm. and I'm like, Whoa, they you are can't like, compare U S to Australia though. Yeah, I know. But it's just, yeah. Um, anyway, what did everyone say? Someone replied to me and they were like, you know, you did an episode on limiting beliefs and oh, noticing here. Good. <laughs> I you love can't. that. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. I need to go back and thank you. I'm yep. so glad that you used my words against me. Oh, like a dagger <laughs> to the heart. Very well, true. Though. You said this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we've got um very switched on listeners, which is great you know, keeping us on our toes, but that's what it's about. We always catch each other out on things and it's a good message for us to recognize. It is so easy to just slip into little patterns again and we need to catch ourselves out or have someone slide in the DM and catch us out. Um, We're only human, but yeah. yeah, So what, what are you thinking with that? I don't know. Like I'm still pretty sold on, I'm still pretty sold on wellness, but I'm almost like if I'm not wellness, I don't know what I am. That's what, Dude, you're on the, poster for the category of wellness (laughs) but um i haven't yeah anyways i think you just want to be on stage next to me i do give each other a big cuddle nah i'm don't do both please (laughs) (laughs) i'm fucking coming for you no (laughs) um you know what i'm gonna do is i just feel like and what everyone should do that 
preps anyways. You just prep for you and you bring your best self regardless of like what the category sort of tells you to do anyways um, and not yeah. worry about being like, am I staying in my category? Like I yeah. think that's, that's, that's so dangerous, that mm. sort of mentality of like you put what you want on stage. Like I, in looking at the description, I want to come in more conditioned than what the yeah. description says. So I'm going to do that. Like, I'm going to do that. And Everyone was conditioned last show. People were a lot leaner this time around, I reckon. Yeah. It's funny when you look at the descriptions and you're like, radio, the key. Mm. It's hard because there's no, like, there's so many, so much variation. Yeah, yeah. So bring your best. It's a little bit different, I think, for people who can grow muscle really easily. So then they have to stop training a certain body part. They should just step up. Yeah, but um, in terms of just, like, their physique sometimes you have to bring down your erectors or your quads you know yeah yeah exactly right but I think now it's too late yeah unless you're a person that can really grow and your body changes so quickly then yeah cool if you're in figure Mm. or something then you can do it but for us it's kind of like well we've got that foundation it's been since 2019 now it's just really about yeah we still try and change our body composition I mean I'm going to keep training shoulders and bring those up um hamstrings but then it's just like, all right, we got to diet down and see what's underneath now. It's kind of like we've done that exactly. for the most oh, part. Yeah. Mm. I've spent the last 12 months bringing down my erectors. That was, it's been hard for me. Like mm. I have such um, a well-developed back. Yeah. Like my pinches are eight um, like I'm pinching eight mil on my back for pinches, which is quite lean. Like I get mm. quite lean on my posterior chain mm. um, and everyone loses body fat differently. Right. But for me, I just had these pythons down. You my did. Back. I remember in that green bikini, but that green photo, was sexy. It was I my whole, it. the width of my back. Yeah. The width of my back. And I was like, you know, this is where that connotation of like um, deadlifts makes your waist thick bullshit comes from is like I feel like a lot of the heavy stuff can develop your erectors not your waist not your waist not your core it doesn't give you like a thick waist but it builds up anything where it's like a pulling off the floor it's going to build up the muscles on your back so for me well remember you had back pain for a very long time too though so I reckon that goes hand in hand. Like your back was just working really damn hard to the point yeah. where it caused pain. Yeah. All yeah. of it, all of it, all of it combined. It was very all of it. Um, yeah. hypertonic the whole mm. time, very mm-hmm. activated, very on. My body has never felt better, like never felt better since I've sort of learned about, um, I guess, more what works for me in my training. Yeah. So, and Good. yeah, definitely like um, my waist measurements a lot smaller because the erectors have actually physically shrunk. So mm. I think- everyone's so different some people just don't build erectors like that either like I think that's very much genetic too 100% it's genetic and then whether people have straight up and down waist or hourglass I've got I got my dad's body shape actually so long torso and sort of shorter legs but then my waist goes in yeah interesting where my brother got my mum's um length torso and legs it's so interesting Mm. yeah Yeah. I'm definitely like long torso shorter legs and that's Mm -hmm. what I guess makes the muscle bellies look a lot thicker on your lower body as well like when you've got legs you know it stretches out like the origin insertion and it makes the muscle um or it doesn't make it look as thick as someone who's quite short so yeah so it's easier for really tall people to be leaner because everything's stretched out yeah yeah. <laughs> and their their <laughs> metabolic rates higher as well because they're taller oh, yeah. people. Um, mm. you know, people are like to me like, oh, you know, like you've got a lot of muscle mass, and whilst it does help, like 
when we diet down, we get like quite little, like I expect to be about 56 kilos on stage or something around that line. So yeah, you know, not going to burn a huge amount of calories at mm. that, that size. And no, because oh, your metabolic um, rate slows down anyway when you're in a deficit, like what we spoke about with Luke Tullick as well. Yes. yes. Yeah, it just slows down naturally for survival. Mm, yeah. So it'll be great to go through prep and sort of, you know, be able to talk about all that sort of stuff because we have the knowledge base for it now. Yeah, and a lot of it, yeah, again, just personal experience, you know, reaching out to mentors and just bloody stepping in the arena. That is the best way to learn. Oh, God. I'm, <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm really nervous for this prep, but I'm like, am I nervous or am I just goddamn excited? And I think I'm just both. excited. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely both. They bring on the same feelings in the body, Yeah, uh, but we just have to prepare and do the best that we can. But a lot of opportunities come out, you know, it helps our work. It helps other opportunities here. We meet people. So overall, it's just such an exciting time. And mm. whether our listeners, even if you're never going to do a prep in your life, sure, you're going to have a goal one day. You might be going to a wedding or an event and you or summer and you just want to sort of change things up a little bit you can can apply all of the principles that we talk about here anyway it's the same thing I said to someone (laughs) um one of my clients going into a deficit she's like you know I'm obviously not prepping and I'm like yeah like whilst things might not get extreme like but you still do the same processes yeah if you're going into a deficit you still track your nutrition you still train you still show the same level of discipline to those Mm. areas so Mm. I don't see and like what I posted about it's not flicking a switch just turning the dial up and for people in a prep it just turns right up at the end mate that dial by the end is just cranking (laughs) it's the last six weeks that's the difference I think the last six weeks yeah the difference between a photo shoot versus okay I'm actually getting on stage the last you change so much in that final phase it's like day to day man day to day or week to week I definitely am like oh I'm talking peak week sorry it's day to day but then yeah Yeah. week to week and then peak week every day it's like oh my god yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. oh god getting me all excited but I know it's exciting it's very good yeah travel will be interesting though I am a little bit I'm gonna have to start bringing um meals in my carry-on again I have not done that in a very long time oh god will you be traveling much during your prep All my seminars, still seeing family, still coming down for events. My birthday's in August, which they might just call it a refeed without going wild. But I'm already noticing my mindset. Like I don't feel like the extra bite of dessert or like I still, I'm still mixing up what I'm eating, but Mm -hmm. just mentally I'm, I'm dialing it up as I wrote to you the other day, based on your post, like just the little decisions that you make. Yes. I mean, I probably won't drink at the wedding on the weekend, I don't want to, which my mm. friends would kill me if they hear this, but they won't anyway. Um, <laughs> just little things like that. Yeah. I just don't want to because I know how hard I will be making it for myself if I just keep letting these two percenters yeah. creep in. At the time, it's not bad, but if you get into a habit, they all stack up just like the opposite. It's the two percenters that help you get a result, but then it's the two percenters that can stop you from getting any results too. Mm. It's not the point of the one bite though. It's not the point of one extra rice cake. It's not the point of one drink. Mm. It's the point of reinforcing that mindset and that lack of discipline. Mm. If you have Mm. one here, where else are we letting that show up? It's like that old thing saying, you know, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. Mm -hmm. And something I say to myself, I'm like, fuck that, Sherelle. You've worked way too hard training to not let it show. You know, like don't don't you dare not let that show. And I just think like, it's not the point of the extra bit. 
Like it's mm. not the point of the extra bit. Like I'll be completely honest. Like I don't weigh broccoli to the gram, right? But I'm educated enough to know that that doesn't Wait, really. We're having this again. Are you weighing we're your cucumbers this. yet? I'm, I'm, cucumbers are gone, by the way. Cucumbers <gasps> what? Are gone. Why? Too much fiber? I just, I, just, I got over them. I go through that with veggies. <laughs> I feel like cucumbers are like a six week out sort of thing. No, <laughs> that's like, when you're desperate. When you're desperate, over. just bust. You know what's amazing? Um, cruskets, the light cruskets. Yeah. I've, I've never had them before. Yeah, like I used to have them. normal cruskets when I was sick because it, it's good on your stomach when you're a kid. Um, there's like nine grams of carbs in two cruskets. And wow. I put ham on. I'm obsessed with ham at the moment. That's like my thing, crusket and ham. Mm. Oh, I'm just obsessed. And the calories are really good. Ham's like just lean protein. Yeah. I don't know why I never got on this earlier. <laughs> but that's what you got to do. You blown. Find those little things that are going to help you get through a, a dieting phase. I was talking about this on my story before, like dieting is a skill and people don't understand that it's a learnt behavior to understand how to manipulate food volume, fluid, hydration, mm. training, activity, um, stimulate different senses that give you a similar response. You know, it's a skill. And this is yep. why I'm so big on when I bring people into coaching, like you must master the skill at maintenance. Like you yep. must master that before you all of a sudden throw in physiological hunger cues, mm. you know, that screw up your decision-making process. So, oh, I yeah. think, you know, we can, we can go away for a weekend and know how to diet out of a 7-Eleven. Like that is yeah. a skill. Not yeah. many other people could do that. Yeah, I just had flashbacks of me smashing 7-Eleven coffees like, but I, I'll, <laughs> exactly. they are the best, but I'm going to pull back on caffeine as well because I've yeah. really noticed that the more caffeine I have, my digestion, it yeah. just, yeah, so I make sure now to have supplements first in the mm. morning as soon as I wake up, whether it be my greens, magnesium, whatever, and not have a coffee for a while because it mm. just ruins the absorption. So that's a big one I'm playing with. I'm still having like four shots a day, like two mm. double shot coffees, but I think that'll change to singles as well, but not spread it out around food and things. It's not worth it. What's the point of eating all this good food if you're not even going to absorb it? Yeah, exactly. Mm. And I hate when people say you are what you eat. It's like, no, you're not. You are what you digest. You know, like, no, I was wondering where you're going with that. Yes, I like it. Yeah, like a lot of people digest. You are what you digest. You know, like, Mm. there's a lot of people, right? For example, that can't gain weight or like that can't gain muscle and they're just smashing calories and calories and calories. They're so tightly stressed. They're actually Mm. not like um, absorbing any of the nutrients because they're they're so type A. But yeah, really important that we don't take um, any vitamins with caffeine as well or iron because it inhibits the absorption rate as well. Um, Something I find really useful as well as more so just having like a caffeine curfew like even though I don't like you I try to not ever go above three coffees I just find um if I as long as I don't have coffee I could have four or five but as long as I don't have it after about 1 p.m yeah I'm usually fine but if I start having it later in the day that's when it really interferes with my sleep what if you are starving and just one day you're just having a day where you're so hungry you can eat your arm off would you have a coffee decaf or a tea okay yeah no nah, i wouldn't i, I hate people. i know how people like have a tea when you're hungry but i can't think of anything worse mate this is the definition of me on a diet oh sparkling water yeah, it's mate, yep. I'll, I'll pour that's another, another one, one of my things pour it up i'll pretend i'm having one with you that's um <laughs> one thing i forgot to buy from coles i was like no yeah, yeah. look sparkling there has water. been times where i'm like um like i think on night duty i used to oh yeah smash honey sachets and caffeine when I'll oh. be 
like I'm going to fall asleep, you yes. know? So, but if I'm just hungry, nah, I know. Pre-plan better. I know that hunger comes in waves yeah. and it doesn't just get worse and worse and worse and then you die. Otherwise we wouldn't have the human race. It does True. come in waves. And this is why fasting, it gets easier um, for people that, you know, have tried that in the past. You're not mm. stuck like worse off when you're 30 hours into a fast than what you are for five. Yeah. Um, and I, I just know that if I sit in that wave or go for a walk or distract myself or stimulate another sense, you know, mm. have a bath, go get a massage, like yeah. do something else. It usually passes. And um, yeah, sleep's just like a non-negotiable. If yeah. I can preserve it, I will. Yeah, for sure. For sure. The only time I just get so lightheaded, like my body is so conditioned to eat regular meals, which because I don't start work as early or my schedule's a bit different. I don't eat at like 6am anymore because I'm asleep. Mm most times um and then yeah so but i know when i start to get lightheaded i'm like all right i've pushed it too much I, i'm always that person from not eating from not eating yeah low yeah. blood sugar i'm yeah. so sensitive to it where it used to give, give me like anxiety when i would travel with my friends who never ate just because they'd have a big meal and not worry about tracking food and this that and i'd be dying they're like yeah but we're going out for lunch save room in your stomach and i'd be like need a wheelchair to end up at lunch like i'd be passed out but um yeah that's how I know, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's a random tangent, but <laughs> exciting times. Yeah, it's all systems go now, 22 <laughs> weeks, I think. So we're excited to be able to share more of it. I feel mm. like we're really just starting. So, you know, it'll be great to sort of do a little bit of a recap in like maybe another three or four weeks time. Yeah, yeah, amazing. So what's next for you in the the upcoming week or this weekend? Oh, this weekend I've actually got... Um, a busy weekend. I'm catching up with a friend tomorrow for coffee. And then I've got Luke's family that's coming down. So um, I think we're going to the football and then. Who are you watching? I don't know. I knew you wouldn't know. That's why I asked. Who does Luke follow in the footy? Carlton. Okay. Yeah. Um, I went to my first football game like a couple of weeks ago. Ever. Oh, Carlton, who they play? I can't remember. Come on, (laughs) Sherelle. AFL's oh, the best. I don't know. I don't want to say it because I'll probably get it wrong. Um, <laughs> it was great. That was fun. <laughs> and then on the Sunday, I'm actually doing a yoga workshop with um, Zong or so with oh, Abby. Yeah. I've got um, a few of my clients coming along as well. So that'll be That's fun. That's cute. Yeah. A bit of, so one extreme, you'll be at the footy just yelling and this <laughs> yeah. and that, and then zen yourself out with some yeah. yoga. Yeah. What about you? Fantastic. What's the plans for Melbourne? Yeah, so I'm going out for dinner with some friends tonight. We're going to get Japanese, which is nice. my favourite cuisine at the moment. I'm obsessed with Japanese. Love Japanese. Oh, and then, yeah, the wedding tomorrow. Then we're staying in the city with the girls oh. and then fly home Sunday. Yeah. That's about one. it. But then, yeah, the week ahead, just back to work or, or I'm working now. And like what you said earlier, you're still kind of getting used to the fact where you take work wherever you go. And I was just busting out work before, but then my little niece comes in pushing a baby in the pram. Auntie Danny, Auntie I Danny. I'm that, like, yeah. yeah, I'm just like, oh, that's cute. type of <laughs> But it's nice. It's nice just to be able to, you know, not let your business suffer, but then oh, just yeah. change your environment. But yeah. yeah, so I'm really enjoying being able to do that as well. Um, yeah, yeah so fun important. weekends for all of us. And I hope everyone listening has a fun weekend or rest, relax and rejuvenate for the week ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So mm. if you did enjoy this episode, <laughs> um, make sure you take a screenshot, tag us, let us know what you think. Leave us a review if you're feeling extra fancy. Yes. Um, <laughs> and we'll see you all on the internet. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>